Everybody, drop your buffs. Drop your buffs. Everybody, drop your buffs. Drop your buffs. Everybody, drop your buffs. Hello and welcome to Drop Your Buffs podcast, where we talk about the strategy, social game, and stupidity yes. of every episode of Survivor. Well done, Hello, Dan. my dear. Thank you. Hello, my dear Hannah. How are you? I am doing great. We are having a green day. Woo-hoo. Green day. That's a band. We're having a green day. It is. On our podcast. I'm wearing green sweater. <laughs> Dion's wearing green tank. I'm wearing my Argo tank. Uh, does that tank represent Tyson's underwear again? or No, this is my Argo <laughs> tank from when I was out on Survival Challenge. Really? It looks I so clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you wash it. But yeah, no, yeah. it's super long. It's super, super, super long. Like, Love it. Memories. And you've got your uh, season 40 buff on again. I, yes, I, I do. My survivor buff is packed away somewhere. I will get it eventually. And you are really tempting me to buy a season 40 buff. Like that buff looks so epic. I think I need to buy the pack of buffs. When I, I was going to say when I bought it, it was part of a pack of four. So you um, have the, I think it's the 20 seasons commemorative buff. There's the 30 Uh seasons, 35 and the season 40 buff. So you get four buffs. It's on the, um, the actual buff, like professional, like, official website yeah i've got a stand it comes on a stand it's really cute i've never bought yeah. a survivor buff so i thought yeah. if there's any time to buy it it's now i missed out on all those commemorative ones in the past and i really wanted them and now i got them because it's like i don't know when they'll come out again who knows maybe season uh, 50 i know this is this is the season to buy the commemorative buff so uh, i yeah it is I think I might but have to i was do gonna it. say well, yeah, because you uh, didn't have your buff last week as well. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't do a drop your buffs moment. So I think we're even. Yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> able to drop my buff and you just wore a buff. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know what, Dion? To jump into things, I decided to bring something back from our last season of podcasting. And yeah, yeah. I have some rapid fire questions for you to get started <laughs> with. Let's do it. <laughs> Um, not rapid laser questions, rapid fire questions. Um, now oh. these are <laughs> I don't know, is that fire? I don't know, um, that sounds like wind. <laughs> now this <laughs> these questions might be for a select audience, but hmm. these questions are for us as well. So hmm. sorry, not sorry if these are not entertaining to some of our listeners, but right. you know what? Sucks to suck, you know? So oh, Dion. Okay. You real. You have been watching Survivor Australia All-Stars, right? I have. Um, being, you know, you visit being Australia. Australian, being Australian. Supporting my homeland and there's Survivor. <laughs> the motherland. <laughs> motherland, um, All-Stars, yes. Yes. I have been loving Survivor Australian All-Stars. And, we, and you know, mm-hmm. in the U.S., we have winners at war. Like, this is the year of Survivor. This is amazing. Like this, yeah. The few weeks where it's just survivor overload, people we've and it's seen like before playing the best of the best, right? So my rapid fire questions have to do with Survivor Australia. So okay. my first question for you: Which are you enjoying more, Winners at War or Survivor Australia All Stars? I'm gonna say Winners at War. Okay, I th- I think with Australian Survivor, there's 
there is an element for me which it's kind of like a different show. Mm-hmm. And like I, I appreciate that it's Survivor and I appreciate that they're out there and it's a bit brutal, but I find that their structure can frustrate me because I'm not the biggest, most physical guy and you look mm. at the size of their men out there and all of mm. their challenges are physical. They all had a challenge where they got to choose people to participate in different portions of the challenge and every single person they picked was a male. And I'm like, what about everyone else? What about the people mm-hmm. who aren't the physical players? What about, like, some seasons we watch American Survivor and there's, like, one or two really big jacked guys, one on each tribe, but that's it. It's one person supporting the tribe, not everybody except for one person. Yep. So for me, in terms of entertainment value, I like seeing real people of all facets of life getting into these things that you wouldn't mm-hmm. see them. And we do see sparks of that, but, in I mean, in... US, like winners at war, the very first challenge, you saw everybody get out into the water and everybody grabbing onto that, you know, that lifesaver hoop and just fighting. And they had the ability to fight because they were given the opportunity and, you know, they had the factors working for them. So I think that was the long version. The short version is I love the American format. I appreciate what the Australian format has, but I'm much more enjoying the American version. I love it. Okay. So... Next question, Jeff Probst or JLP? Oh, Jeff Probst. Really? I mean, yes. I Look, I appreciate JLP and uh-huh. um, anybody, like, everybody's got a massive crush on JLP. You know, he's very charming. Me included. <laughs> he's got these massive arms that you're just like, sorry, did you say something? Um, and his... But the thing is, like, from the first season, I think he's gotten better at tribal councils, but I, I mm. do not enjoy how he conducts a tribal council. I think in the very first season, there were a lot of moments where he would ask a question, somebody would say something, and he'd just go, mm, yeah. Mm, yes. And, like, that infuriated me. I was like, mm-hmm. sorry, do we have no follow-up questions? Are we just going to ask somebody else something different now? <laughs> so for me, like, I feel like Jeff Probst, like, some people complain about how involved he gets in the conversation at tribal council but i feel like that's necessary he is essentially good the narrator TV. of the show yeah. yeah like he's the person that pulls out the quality content and is the one that forces people to say something where jlp will never force anybody to say anything he's just gonna kind of be the fly on the wall and um i, I just i kind of need a little bit more from him uh-huh. because i just ah otherwise it's just kind of like you could, I don't know, I could be asking the yeah. same questions and getting in the same answers. Yeah. Um, you can only have one. Luke, Toki, or Tony? Oh. Wait. Luke or Luke Tony? from Australian Survivor? Yes. Oh, absolutely, Luke. Are you kidding? <laughs> Are we talking Tony Vlacos? Yeah. Oh, I would never choose him. Okay. Put any survivor uh, next to him. Australian survivor, American survivor. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was trying to pick like a crazy character. Okay, what about Luke or Ethan? Um, here's the thing. What I find really interesting about Ethan this time around is I mm-hmm. don't connect him to the first time he played. Oh, really? They're two completely different. It really people. is. It's a whole nother Ethan. So I feel like if I was taking Ethan from today versus Ethan from then, I'd probably go with Luke. But if I was going from with Ethan from back then, 
I don't know. It's just kind of a weird setup, <laughs> but I don't know. I really enjoy Luke second time around. I didn't enjoy him the first time around. So I guess it's, uh, I was trying to make it a hard one. Okay. And last question. Um, in survivor, all, all, all stars, Australia, mm-hmm. all stars, we yes. saw a twist. We're not going to spoil who is part of it, but there was a twist okay. where two people had to, when they were voted out, were sent to Exile Island and then returned. Yes. Mm-hmm. Will you, would you rather have that twist or Edge of Extinction? Well, here's my take on that. They mm-hmm. got voted out mm-hmm. and just had to spend a night yep. on Exile Island. And then Island. they returned the next day. No consequences other than they got voted out. Um, they didn't have to struggle other than spending a night somewhere that wasn't their actual camp. I would yeah. absolutely prefer that as a player. As mm-hmm. a viewer, I much prefer Edge of Extinction. Yep. Yeah. I love it. There we go. That's yep. our Australia um, versus US yeah. rapid fire. <laughs> well, here's the, okay. So with Australian Survivor, they're kind of like right in the middle of it. They are eliminating three people a week. A week. We're about three, three weeks in. So that's nine people, 24 contestants to begin with. It mm-hmm. is so intense. Watching that on top of watching Winners at War, there's so much Survivor content. So much. I'm like in Survivor overload right now. So much so that even just watching this latest episode, I was kind of mentally checked out of it for half of it. I rewatched it today and I missed so much, Hannah. I missed yeah? so much. Yeah. I wow. think I just, kind of, I just kind of got distracted by the little um, scenes that in an, a normal season of Survivor would be entertaining, like w- watching Tony make a ladder and, mm-hmm. you know, watching Yule with a stick. Like, mm-hmm. But for <laughs> me, I think I've been spoiled where I've seen these people play these extra crazy, super strategic games that right. this small content, it's just not satisfying. <laughs> or it, I, I, Oh, no. I, I go off somewhere else. So as much as I'm loving this season, I'm like, I'm waiting for it to get a few more episodes in where the game is really at its peak. Yeah. That's so interesting that you've mentioned that. That's, that's right. You know, just like this little stuff yeah. is very, very weird. And it, it, yeah. it is, I mean, the, as entertaining to- as it is, it's like, yeah. give me something Tony else. on the ladder was everything, but it didn't get super, super intense until he was at the top and you think he's going to die. <laughs> I mean, I think he would have bounced. That man, he wouldn't go up there if he didn't have the opportunity to fall to the ground and then just hop back up and say, let's go again. Oh, my gosh, that that guy. Okay, so let's get jumping into the episode. Um, You know what I didn't bring up last episode that we recorded two days ago? There's no more fever dreams this season. Yes. That was all about last season. What do you think about that? I started this episode the second time around and went, did I miss the fever dream the first time I watched this? And... (laughs) No, no fever dreams, but we also have the edge of extinction. So yeah. it's kind of like, is that in place of the fever dreams? The Oh, I see what you mean. Um, which one? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't miss the fever dreams. Like, I'm never really super into taking time away from the actual episode. Like, I don't know. Right. Like, I'm always like, all right, take us right back, right to the beach. Let's go. Right. So like, the fever dreams were really season, fun. They were you fun. Know? And I think last season had that element where they had that first section of the episode where the season before they had edge of extinction. It opens mm-hmm. up with these people waking mm-hmm. up going, I hated how last night went. I'm really angry, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. 
So they could use that time instead for fever dreams, you know? I mean, fever dreams are so quick, but it's mm-hmm. just kind of like something to yeah. fill in. Yeah, the 10 same, seconds the same is way 10 that, seconds. Yeah, the same way that reward challenges were ta- replaced with our tree, um, well, I was going to say our tree house sitters which in, in the form of, you know, Boston Rob and Sandra. <laughs> and I was like... house sitters. <laughs> the tree house sitters. Um, yeah. But... Um, yeah, I was going to say that was one thing that we're missing out. We're missing out on the Island of Idols, so we don't get that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, we're still not even getting reward challenges. We're getting reward slash immunity challenges. I will take the more content we get on the beach of people strategizing and people um, socializing. Like, that's what I'm here for. So I will take whatever brings us more of that is uh, is. With me and speaking, you brought up Edge of Extinction and how, you know, that's why we're jumping to edge to the edge right when we get started. You know, we open up with Amber and yeah. she is saying if I wasn't on the edge right now and if I was just voted out, I would be so depressed right now. But I'm yeah. still here. I'm fighting and I'm fighting for my husband. And like, yes. that was cool. Just like, yeah, she's fighting for her husband. But to me, it's boring. I'm like, okay, okay. Gotcha. Let's, let's get to the action. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I needed that clip because it kind of reinforced in me that, oh, wait, Rob's got, like, a secret, like, thing up his sleeve. Like, Uh he's got somebody who can get these things and just give him all of these advantages, you know, and he can sit there buying them um, because I didn't really kind of grasp that just yet. Yeah, the only other people who know that that can happen is Sandra, who's received something, and now Jeremy mm-hmm. has received something. Well, later he receives right. something. So those are the only three people so far mm-hmm. who know that stuff can be sent from the edge. And so right. only those – so Jeremy knows that um, Rob has you know this up his sleeve on the edge and rob mm-hmm. knows that jeremy has natalie on the edge so those two right. know of the, the secret power that they have going on right now and i wonder it's how that's that, gonna play out that poker alliance which ain't really a poker alliance <laughs> maybe it's more like a boston truck. alliance because they're both boston people huh interesting i didn't yeah. pick up on that yeah okay all right so okay so we finished with the edge of extinction we mm-hmm. make our way back to the Sele tribe and we mm-hmm. see uh, Ben and Denise walking around. And Ben has this really interesting approach where he's going to he try does. and teach people how to find idols. What do you think about that statement just to begin with? Helping people well, find idols. Yeah, because he says that he wants to do a better social game this time around. And we have talked already before about how we thought that Ben did have a good social game during his winning season. And that's why he beat Chrissy. Uh, I thought we did last I was going to say, because I was going to say... I or maybe it was that, me telling you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Me telling you what I thought. Because <laughs> I, I was going to say, because I don't know that I think he necessarily had the greatest social game, because they all wanted mm. him out. And I think yeah. that... If, More like, I guess, okay, yes. So I think he lost it at the end, but he had those mm-hmm. social connections with people that wanted him to win, so they voted for him. But you're right, his social strategy yeah. was not there, because... He ended oh. up being a big target. You know what I think? I think it was when we were discussing, I, I had compared him to JT. And I uh-huh. was saying that they were both the kind of people that you want to get to the end um, in some capacity. But, yes, in the end, the people kind of were like, we can't keep him around or else he's going to yeah. win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it kind of like, 
it kind of stinks that he viewed his social game so poor. Like he thinks that he didn't have social connections, which he yeah. did. But it, yeah, you're right. It wasn't enough to for people to want to take him. So, right. so I'm like, you know, he's such he's such a personable guy. I'm like, dude. I mm-hmm. mean, you can make friends easily. That's fine. Well, um, what what I'm recognizing in his game mm-hmm. this time around, he comes across so young. Like he he's does. This, he's got this like little kid nervous energy with his first season around he was one of the older guys mm-hmm. and I think that's a really interesting play because the old schoolers have the absolute reverse story going into this season so you know there's a lot of new school players who are actually the same age as the older people were their first season yeah so in turn, Wendell it younger mm-hmm. player well yeah. no I was gonna say like Ethan was 27 or something mm-hmm. like that not 29 mm-hmm. the first time he played you know, mm-hmm. and now he's, you know, what, 20 years older? You know, where Ben played the season older than Ethan was the first time, but Ethan's mm-hmm. older than him now. So yeah. in turn, it makes Ben one of the younger guys out there. And so in my head, it's that's so, kind of... Yeah. Yeah. So he's is out there with this nervous kid energy because he's playing with these older guys. Do you feel like we're seeing... I feel like this is not the Ben we saw his first season. Do you feel like we're seeing a whole different Ben? Yeah. And I think it's because of the people he's with. And I think because they've got people who are already filling those roles of, you know, the leader around camp and the, you know, the serious guy and all that kind of stuff. I feel like he's being able to take a step back and go, huh, I don't need to do that this time around. I'm just Mm going to be out here and have fun. I'm going to be a little more of a chaos player. Yeah. I'm going to be a little more social. I'm going to see what I could have done the first time around and uh-huh. possibly have, you know, earned the win versus people thinking that idols were hidden specifically for me and Ooh. the win was catered to me, you know? Like, yeah. there's obviously that argument out there and he's yeah. definitely going to be aware oh. of it. Oh, yeah. So, I, yeah, I love this. I really, really am loving the side on of him. And on our Instagram today, I posted three different questions for people to answer. And so there's two questions. And then my last question was literally, I just wrote Ben, yes or no, (laughs) because I feel like Ben is so polarizing this go around. I mean, he was polarizing his season when he won and Mm -hmm. we have five votes for yes and five votes for no. Wow. So we are we are split. So Dion, what is your what is your vote? Ben, yes or no? Ooh. Ben in turn okay. Ben <laughs> versus Ben the first time he played. Ben is a yes this season. Ben is a okay, no yeah, this third ben, season. Okay, yep. So Ben now you're saying yes. And that's how I feel too. I am here. For I don't ben want him to season. win. I don't want him to do well, but I enjoy him more. I might, I will take the other side that I am loving this goofy side of him where he keeps messing up too. And he's just like, gets back up on his feet and just like, I'm imagining our friend Adam Bradford when he was doing a blindfolded maze challenge and it was time for him to run into the maze blindfolded and he ran straight into the fence got back up and barreled right back into it and got back up and finally made it into the maze. You know, Ben Uh, Trebergen is just barreling back in there and I love it. And I will be a Ben Stan until I'm not. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm all for that, but what we saw was he was helping Denise find this idol and lo and behold, she finds it and he's there. 
And it's like, oh, did we want him there when she found it? We haven't seen Denise and Ben make any kind of they don't, yeah. you know, bond. I mean, mm-hmm. I said last episode that Ben said we need to bring Adam in, but there was no mention of bringing in Denise. Now he's found an idol with her, didn't mm-hmm. tell her to split it with him. If anything, he's kind of um, trying to be as not uh, connected to that idol on. as possible. Because yeah. the thing is, he was the idol guy. So if mm-hmm. you've got another idol, you continue with that thing. And we saw at the end of the episode when he was questioned if he had an idol, he's like, I've got nothing. Yeah. So it's very clear that he's coming to this game going, I don't want idols. I want to win yeah. without idols. I don't want to yeah. have that on my back. So I yeah. honestly think he's trying to help other people find idols so he knows where they are and Ooh. they're not going to be a burden on him. So that was really, so he went idol hunting with Denise. He was a part of that. That's really good insight right there that he gets to know who has it and he's a part of it. And it was a really good social move of him to not say, here, give me the other half. Like he was all for Denise. Like, who do you want to give it to? And then we hear Denise say, I really like how Ben trusted me. That makes me trust him more that he's trusting me. Like that was great. And, And it was his suggestion to say, maybe we can use this to bring somebody else in. Yeah, and we know that Ben wants to work with Adam. Now, Adam mm-hmm. did is, was pissed that Ben knew. That was so great. Right. Can we talk about that interaction? <laughs> that interaction with Adam and Denise was so Okay, good. this is what I missed. Uh-huh. This is what I missed what? the first time around. Oh, my yeah, gosh. I didn't see this. And that's why when I watched it, like, I think I was going through our messages, and I'm like, what is this conversation that they're referring to? Because <laughs> I had had this thing where she found an idol, now she's talking to Adam on a beach, letting him know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Next scene, Yule has a stick. Yeah. Completely missed the fact that she had said to him, what do you think about giving it to poverty? Giving it to poverty. And, I'm sitting, and I'm sitting here the second time going, this better be you just thinking out loud, Denise. This better yeah. not be an actual choice for you right now. Because you, Adam's response was kind of epic. I wrote down what he said. He said, my God, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I literally looked at her and just went really? no what's that phrase there was no bedside manner there was no letting her down like easily no. like uh no. no can we think he was like my god that's a terrible idea and like take I a think, second and think about it well here's the thing i think she just needed to hear that it was a bad idea because yeah. once you sit on a bad idea for too long it starts looking a little appetizing yeah and yep we saw that a little later on in the episode with someone else so the fact that she had somebody to bounce it off and say, bad idea. She's like, cool, good. I was getting a little ahead of myself. Let's mm-hmm. just use this because we can actually use this together versus bringing in too many people. So um, I was talking to our friend Desiree a little bit about this. By the way, Dion, Desiree says hi. Uh, hi. <laughs> and I realized that, you know what? Denise, uh, Parvati might be playing so good that she makes Denise feel really comfortable with her. And she might be like reeling okay. Denise in and making her think right. that they're really good. And then uh-huh. Adam's like, no, no, do not trust her. <laughs> so, yeah. de- so rather than viewing Denise in like a bad light, like, come on, Denise, like, come on. It was more like viewing Parvati as in like, okay, Parvati might be doing a really good job right here. But I'm also, we're just not I, seeing yeah, it. I, I, I agree. I think that's a great perspective you know poverty mm-hmm. has this ability i mean she did it with danny and clearly she didn't keep a hold of that so no much. she didn't 
Mm -hmm. And then that's where we saw things spiral out of control. Mm -hmm. But, you know, maybe she was getting closer to Denise, which made Danny feel uncomfortable. You know, there's a lot of things that we can see, you know. And be it that there's only, what, there was only four women left in that tribe, you know, because we've had one woman voted out of each tribe at this point. Yeah. And the women are probably going to want to at least try and connect to some degree. But... It's, you've got to think of your options because you know what? Denise already has Adam. She didn't need to give him the other half of this idol in order to get him in, but she did get to give it to him in order to come, like to solidify what they have and be able to use the idol together. You know, mm-hmm. like that's, in my opinion, that's how you should be using this idol with somebody you trust where you know mm-hmm. that the idol is going to be used the right way. Not in order to make a new bond with somebody that you don't necessarily trust. Okay, so let's bring in, I right, let's, let's, dig deep into this you gotta dig deep woman um let's talk about can we just bring in the kim and sophie idol as well let's talk about these two at the same time Mm -hmm. so yeah so so kim so denise wanted to do the strategy of give half to someone to bring them in adam says my god that's a terrible idea so she gives it to him who's who's her number one guy right now kim which we know outside of the game that Kim and Tyson are, are pretty close. Um, mm-hmm. they are, they're close outside of the game. Kim right. finds the idol and decides that she's going to pull in Sophie by giving her the other half. And mm-hmm. Sophie literally tells us she should have given it to Tyson. Cause Sophie also knows that Kim and Tyson are close. Um, right. Sophie says she just, she's working like Sophie called herself the devils. Sophie yeah. says she's working with the devil and, um and blah 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 so yeah but she also goes into detail mm -hmm. about how she finds kim threatening and she doesn't want to work with kim like there wasn't even an inkling of them wanting to work together kim decided that sophie is somebody that she wanted to work with from the beginning and And thought she could work for magic on it but that's the thing it's like you can't just make a decision maybe she could have first time around but sophie's already got people she doesn't need you kim she doesn't yeah. need to complicate her game with idols and people that people don't like. Now, is she going to mm-hmm. protect somebody that people don't like because of an idol? I doubt it. So this comes down to my theory. What I believe about idols is that the fewer people that know, the better. And mm-hmm. with the goal being that only you know about it so that you could play yeah. it for yourself and not have to worry right. about the drama of other people knowing. So, mm-hmm. so, um, you know, you give it, like you said, you give it to the person you trust the most who yeah. know, who, you know, will give it back to you the next day. Right. And you don't try to form a new alliance with this thing. I just don't think it's a bargaining tool. I really Mm-mm. don't, especially Mm-mm. when you're giving them half of the idol. I understand sharing the fact that you have an idol with somebody, but you've got that idol. You have that power. It's yours. It's in your pocket. It's like a last minute thing to kind of go all right it's not enough that i have this idol i need to know that it's played properly so i need to share this information with somebody else this is not information that is true this Mm -hmm. this is the idol without this person your idol doesn't work Mm -hmm. and you know like sophie even said you know oh well i guess adam said it about pav you know if you tell her she knows you have an idol blah 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 but the reality is she doesn't only know that you have an idol but she takes away the power of the idol you yeah, know, she, she can decide not to give control. it back. Correct. It's oh, not valid to, unless they cooperate. Uh, Survivor co-wrong. Ty 
has half of the super idol that Scott Pollard oh. has the half. Remember that epic moment yes. when Scott Pollard, all he needs is for Ty to give him the other half and Ty just nods, shakes his head. Nope. And Scott like, goes home. I loved that moment so much. And I, I think when I was watching that tribal council, I was jumping around my room because it was too much intensity for me to handle because that was so awkward but so wonderful <laughs> yeah because ty's sitting there going i know this is the right move to make but i feel horrible now uh, you see if if this happens to kim though if sophie doesn't give kim the other half of the idol and then votes kim out i my heart will be so torn because like yas queen sophie slaying yeah. kim the powerful winner but it's also like no kim i want you still on this season <laughs> you know see i would that, be much uh, more team sophie than kim in uh-huh, that moment i'd be uh-huh. like kim you did this to yourself go home you're clearly <laughs> out of your element oh yeah. oh, oh my gosh okay uh, in in saying that statement we're seeing so many people out of their element this season we are it's almost like when you put that many strong plays together it brings down the uh the level of game that's being played it's almost like you know when you sur- surround yourself with like dumb people all of a sudden you start saying dumb stuff and making dumb suggestions <laughs> and you're like why am i so dumb right now and it's just because everybody's just kind of like evening out everybody's trying to find that median and that's like, like right <laughs> that's like uh you know me as a teacher when i'm like i don't know like reading a book with a group of third grade boys and it, mm-hmm. there's this book called from poop to paper. And it's about how you, you can take elephant poop and turn it into paper. And the boys uh-huh. like poop. And I'm like, yeah, poop. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, continue. I get it. Yeah, no, funny. I was just going to say, cause, cause we've seen some like really high caliber winners and we've seen some winners that, you know, won, but ne- don't necessarily have the same strategic game. And so you're going to think that it's going to bring the strategic game of some of those players up and it's going to bring some of those high tier players down a little bit. So because they have less of- power to work with because they're on the bottom. So they can't right. play with all that power. Right. So it's kind of like even people like Rob and Poverty, who are these like great strategic players, if you're playing with people who aren't going to play your game, it's like, I mean, the perfect example is, you know, we've got Danny at camp. One of the first things she says is they've gone off and talked without me. Boo-hoo. When we mm-hmm. see that the conversation is, all right, do we go for Jeremy or Ben? It's got mm-hmm. nothing to do with Danny. Danny, get up, walk over, sit down, talk to them. You're yeah. part of this. If they mm-hmm. haven't expressed to you that you're not a part of this, or if they sit there and don't talk to you, then you can make a decision. But it's like, I think people get very emotional and it's funny because I just never saw that game from her the first time around. She seemed mm-hmm. very much like a lone wolf and she, she said later on in the episode that she had a good alliance and all that kind of stuff, but she jumped from her original tribe to work with people in the other tribe and she ended up working oh, alliance? with the... Oh, wait, what are you talking Are you talking about Guatemala or her, her alliance? Guatemala. Guatemala, so okay. in Guatemala, she Because I really don't remember tribe. Guatemala too much. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> right. So she had her original tribe, and they ended up getting, like, essentially picked off one by one. Stephanie had her tribe of oddballs. You had people like Rafe and Lydia and Cindy. You know, there was the whole thing about don't Cindy winning. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so Cindy was a twin, and she had a loved one come out. It was a twin, but she also won the car challenge, the epic car challenge where mm. when she won, 
four other cars came in and they said, if you give up your car, <gasps> you can give everybody else here a car and hopefully break the curse of the car. Because okay. at that point, everybody who won a car had never won the season. Yeah. Now, the only time that we'd seen that is when um, Boston Rob and Amber in All Stars because yeah. it, they were a couple, it was going to happen. Anyway, Cindy chooses not to give everybody else a car, keep the car for herself, and then take Stephanie LaGrosa. So that puts this mark on her. And that's what Danny uses to get Rafe and Lydia to be like, we need to take her out. So, like, mm-hmm. Danny was definitely a social player, but she was, she kind of like turned her back on her original tribe and started working with people from the other side just because she was a lone wolf and she did have those uh, social strategic kind of abilities to like work with people. And that's why at the end, you saw a, like, a, you know, a group of her peers, the people she's played with, all go, yeah, we're going to give it to you. We've seen Stephanie play before. She kind of became a villain this season. And we're like, mm-hmm. your game a lot better because you're holding your own and you're standing your ground. She has not done that at all this season. And it's really hard for me to watch because she's coming out there like this really like forlorn kind of like, woe is me. And I'm like, who is this person? Did just, does time and age just grade you where you're a little like self-conscious? It, it was just really interesting. I have a lot of thoughts on this Danny vote. Um, well, I guess by a lot of thoughts, I have like two big thoughts okay. about Danny getting voted out. Should we talk about it now? Just jump into it? I think we're in it. We can always come back to the challenge yeah. and things like that. Yes. Um, okay. So let's I jump also into- have thoughts about this as well. Yeah. Um, one, like you've been saying, Danny dug her own grave. Yes. She. Um, like you said, she could have gone up to them and talked to them Mm -hmm. and she, she did the, if you feel like you're on the bottom, yeah, you could try to throw out names, but she was throwing out a name that people didn't want to vote out. So if you're on the bottom, you just try to do whatever you can to save yourself by saying who I want to work with you. Who can we vote for? Right. I, I will say this. I don't think that she picked a bad name in the game. I don't think mm-hmm. she picked a bad name in the game. I think she picked a bad name in terms of who she was working with because yeah. these are the only people she's working with. Mm-hmm. And they're going to say, do we vote her out or do we keep her because she's a number? But the reality is she's not a number anymore. She's coming for one of our own. Therefore, how do we work with her? There's no option to work with her. But we did see footage of Adam and Jeremy and Michelle go, do we want to vote out poverty? In my right. brain... That was the best choice to make. Use Danny as that person who's the one like, Mm -hmm. well, she decided to do that. We went along with it. Get rid of Rob's number one. Mm -hmm. Take him down a tier. You know, we see Adam talking about how Rob is the king and you don't want to upset The godfather. The godfather, right. But who is the godfather without his minions? No Mm -hmm. one. Why are we giving him so much power? Take the power for yourself. Get Ben over, get Denise, that's five, that's all you need. Get rid of these old schoolers. As much as I love them, that was this that was the new schoolers move. And they didn't take it. Mm-hmm. They didn't take it. So yes, yeah, so Danny dug her own grave by putting herself out there. I think the old schoolers messed up by one. They were not keeping Danny close and making her feel comfortable. That's like rule number one of Survivor. Make your alliance feel comfortable with you and make them feel close. So she feels like she's on the outs. 
the person who's number four in the alliance is not supposed to know they're number four in the alliance. Right. They should think that they're up there. So and just they quick, failed quickly with that. To, yeah. Right, quickly to bounce off of that. There was that scene where she's talking to Rob and she's like, mm-hmm. well, I know I'm at the bottom. And he's like, I don't think that. And he did that like iconic Rob, like looking at you like you're dumb and then looking at uh, yeah. the distance. That kind yeah. of like arrogant kind of like. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. And I was just like, yeah. that's not the Godfather. Mark. It's not right nice. Now. Yeah. And, but it's not even that it's not nice. You're not going to make the other person feel reassured. No. Like, no. Turn around and say, wait, do you, do you actually think that? <laughs> like, because that's mm-hmm. not the case at all. I just want to reassure you. Like, it's not reassuring. It's very much kind of like belittling um, and kind of like um, ignoring. Um, and uh, just. And that's why she feels like she's on the outs. Rob, you're doing exactly what she thinks. Right. But the problem is he doesn't care because he's got the numbers. Yeah. So speaking of numbers, they need, they need Danny old school Alliance needs Danny for their numbers. The original options to get out. They were originally talking about Jeremy or Ben and, Mm -hmm. and Danny dug her own grave because she wasn't even on that list. And an old school person gets out and Danny, we took a poll on the, on our Instagram as well about like, was mm-hmm. Danny the right move to get out? I kind of, I phrased it and I said, was Danny getting voted out a good move for the old school Alliance of huh. Rob, Parvati, Ethan, and six people said yes. And four people said no. So people are split on that as well. I and honestly so here's, think mm-hmm. that they should have, they should have brought her back in. They need her. You know, yeah. So for me, it's yeah. just oh, kind they of need like, her. That's for sure, right? So I'm just kind of like, all right. As soon as you start saying, as soon as she comes up to you and says, "I feel on the bottom," you say, "Well, let's get poverty over." Poverty, yes. Like, let's yeah. Let's where talk was about the call, oh, Danny? I don't feel that way at all. I'm just trying to make it look like we're not as tight as we all are. You know mm-hmm. that we're close, girl. We've been here from the start. We're the old schoolers. We yeah. need to stick together. I've got you. You've got me. We're nothing mm-hmm. without these other people. And I wouldn't want to turn on you because, do you know, like you just kind of, and it just felt like they didn't want to put in the work with her. That's real. That, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That's really, <laughs> I think, okay, I have, I have two thoughts. One okay. is I feel, I really feel like there is, of course, with every Survivor episode, there's a lot we haven't seen. But uh-huh. I feel, I really feel like there is more to this story that we are not seeing. There, mm-hmm. um, and Danny Boatwright commented on an Instagram post about her vote out. And she left a comment on something and said, I can't wait for the season to be over for me to share more of my story. Editing does wonders or something. So ah. I feel like Danny has a lot she wants to share about this. And well, I, I believe it. Just yeah. based off seeing her first game and seeing this game, I'm like, yeah. Where? There, it's just not setting up. And then my other thought is, I think that at this vote that they had a choice, you know, both old school and new school alliances had a choice of, do we draw a line in the sand and make a move right now? Or do they go with the Danny vote, which would appease everybody. So everybody's on the same page and they could keep on pretending like they're all together and they could keep those relationships going rather than cutting them off and we heard this is my drop your buff moment is adam a different adam klein quote besides my god that's a terrible idea (laughs) um (laughs) 
Um, he had a quote as they were heading to tribal that just like, it was like a drop the mic moment, not drop your buff moment. It was, okay. um, he says, you know, this game is about choosing when to take risks because those risks may backfire. And then he says, but I know I can't win this game. Long pause until, unless I take those risks. And I was like, wow, that was, that was, that's insight right there. He says, I know I can't win this game unless I take those risks. Cause I thought I was like, oh my gosh, did he just say I'm not, I can't win this game. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, here's the thing. It's just like, I'm seeing like a lot of that from everyone. Everybody's really not convinced that they can win this game. Like usually people come into a season and they're like, I've got this. These mm-hmm. people are clowns. I've got them around Everybody my it, is clawing Tony, for... Mm-hmm. You know, somebody who usually comes in extremely confident, this time around is like, I can't play my game. No, you he know, knows that just... all he has is a shaky ladder to stand on to win this game. Mm-hmm. It's going to be is tumultuous. An, right. Is this an opportunity that we can talk about uh, Tony and Sarah and the cops are yes. up. Back yes, let's talk about the cops are us. Speaking of all these people who are just going to have to claw their way through this game, we get this yeah. return of this alliance that uh-huh. fell through the that fell through during Survivor Kagayan. Tony yes. and Sarah made this alliance. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> yes. Well, h- how do you feel about revisiting an alliance that didn't work the first time? Like, is it uh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Well, here's what I think Sarah is doing. Sorry to like, I don't know. I think, so Tony says, Sarah, we have not been able to talk. Why haven't we been able to talk, Sarah? And <laughs> do you like I love it? it. I love so it. So much. Okay, I finally got some type of impression somewhat down. Yeah. Okay, so, and she says, I, I'm not going to do the Sarah voice impression because her voice is a whole nother level that I can't get to. Um, uh, yeah, but, I was going to say, it's but, a lot. Yeah, so Sarah says, I don't want people to think we're a pair, so I I don't want to be seen talking to you. You know what I think is going on? For six years. Yeah. People know they're close. I think that Sarah knows that Tony does not have a leg or a ladder to stand on in this game. Oh, he's got a 20-foot ladder, but it's very (laughs) flimsy. And so she knows that there's really no hope for him. So I think she's been distance, distancing herself from him. Cause she does not want people to think that she's tied with him so that yeah. when the vote comes against Tony, that she'll be in on that vote. And so she could yeah. be a part of the greater numbers going on. So I think that, that Sarah is making this cops or us like, sure. Yeah, Tony, I'm in alliance with you, but I think she'll <laughs> drop him whenever she but can. She, she, she did have a moment of saying, you know, I knew that everybody would love Tony the way that I love him if they just got to know him. So I yeah, think that, that she was true. like, I'm going to distance myself from him before people um, get a better Write read him on off. him because uh-huh. I don't want to be the reason people don't like him or the reason people get a better read of him because then they'll associate us too closely. Let them find out for themselves and then I can mm. like join in on the fun that I already know exists. Yeah, maybe she's waiting for him to integrate himself and he has to earn his spot into like a, a majority and then she'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Now we can we can right. play this out because okay. we saw how well, he went in Game Changers. <laughs> right. So we, we see that moment um, with the two of them. Obviously, there's the ladder scene. 
everybody's like, this guy is crazy. I loved Sophie's explanation about how when a kid is playing pretend <laughs> and then there's that moment that you realize it's not pretend to them. Yeah. You know, it's actually real life. So Tony is definitely this person that they're all kind of sitting here going, oh my God, this is not like, he's not going to step away from this and have a fun moment. This is where he's at. Like, but that, you know, that makes me wonder, is he, does that read as somebody who's not thinking well for you to align right. with? Right. Well, he is just like always 110%. That, he's right. always go, you know, the reason why he made that ladder is to one up Yule because Yule made a breadfruit slinger and right. Tony's like, hey, Yule, Yule, look what I, look what I can make, Yule. Sorry, there comes <laughs> Tony's back. <laughs> um, well, but that, that's so funny because the thing is as well, like I even saw on social media, so I've been friends with Yule on Facebook probably for years, just like when I first started adding Survivor contestants on Facebook, uh-huh. back when I first got it. Um, uh-huh. And I don't think I've no ever big seen deal. him use it <laughs> until recently. Uh-huh. But because, like, you know, when I was like 20, I started adding everyone. Yeah. Um, but then recently he's like been putting up things. He put up a photo of Kim like eating something and he's like proof that I was in the episode and it's hand, his hand coming in from the side of the screen. Yeah. And so then he was like, oh, uh, and then he's like, should I be um, sad that all of my strategic moves and stuff that happened in this episode were outweighed by me making a sling to get breadfruit? Like he's just like clearly seen that he was not seen as this strategic person. At least he got something. <laughs> He got something, but I think they're trying to make him out to be smart, but I think they're trying to downplay his strategy right now, especially when his tribe's not going to tribal. Yeah, yeah. Um, some Somebody else who got that kind of edit was Sarah in her season. She was having a lot of, like, like social dynamics with people, but you weren't mm-hmm. necessarily seeing strategy. You were right. just seeing her kind of keep people close. And yeah. this is a moment between him and Kim, and Kim is somebody who's quite out of the circle, so... Maybe he's just trying to reel people in when he knows that he needs the numbers. She is that one-time player. She does technically fit in that pool of the alliance that he's in. She's just this person who's attached to Tyson. You get rid of Tyson, she's a free agent. You can use her. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, my last question that I had on um, our Instagram is I said, whose breadfruit invention was better, Yule or Tony? And there were seven votes for Tony and three votes for Yule. So people love the ladder. They love the ladder. I mean, I mean, I think Yule's was better though. (laughs) I think so too. I mean, he, I like Tony needed to yell at six people left, right, left (laughs) in order to get that thing in place. It was turned into a spiral staircase at one point. You know, Wendell, the furniture maker, is just shaking his head like, what is going on? And then Tyson's like, does he actually think that he's an engineer right now? Like, that he made... And then Tony just kept on saying, I made the design. I came up with the design. I'm like, Tony, this is not... Just because you said that you came up with it doesn't mean that it's foolproof. You are (laughs) a fool. Like, we can't believe you. But it did bond the tribe. Yours didn't necessarily bond the tribe. No, that is true. Okay, well, I want to jump to two things that made me reflect on our time on Survival Challenge that happened in this episode. The first was Edge of Extinction. Natalie and Amber get a clue, (gasps) a poem. Yes! (laughs) Oh, my gosh. If they had just seen the highlighted letters, they would have known the clue would lead to the water well. So it instantly... Really, you did before the highlighted. If if, yeah, if you read something that doesn't make sense, you look at the first letter. You got to find the letters. Go down. 
that's the first thing you do. If it's not yes. there, then you start trying to break it up. But that's the easiest thing. I like from afar, the first thing I was like, is that waterfall? And then it's a water well. I was like, yep. Aha. Yep. You but, called it right away. But so, the thing is, even in the breakdown, you realize that neither of them even saw the clue. Nope. Like they didn't figure nope. it out. Nope. Amber was like, well, maybe it's something that's going to happen tomorrow. Oh, gosh. Well, when we played Survival Challenge, we had to put together this giant puzzle that had a Mm -hmm. huge poem on it. And when the puzzle was done, there was this random poem, but certain letters were colored differently. And when the letters were put together, it said under the table or something along those lines. On the ground, under the table. table." You know why? Because that was the challenge that I got kicked out. Yeah. Kicked and, we, out. and I, yeah, I got voted out that that oh after that challenge. Oh, voted out, not kicked out. I was like, well, you were kicked out yeah. of a challenge. What did you do? No, because <laughs> no, I remember oh. just being on the ground, looking under the tribal council urn, under the table, looking for an idol, and ah, uh, uh, what could have been? So the reason that I bring that up is because every challenge we went to after we read that idol clue or whatever that clue mm-hmm. was, every challenge we went to. We, if there was a table involved, we were under it on the ground looking for something. I was throwing my hat under the table to pretend like I needed to go get my hat to try to find an idol. But it, so did, it didn't come to fruition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to be, I was being a little sneaky out there. I was trying. Um, <laughs> it didn't come to fruition until one person figuring out what was going on. And that was when we had to do a blindfold individual immunity challenge. And there was a table involved. And one person, Justin, realized that the idol was going to be under the table and everyone was going to be blindfolded. And he found that idol while no one was looking because we were all blindfolded. So that was just... just, Can I just Mm -hmm. say that that was extremely epic to watch because Uh it was... I'm pretty sure the table was covered in like a cloth or something. Yes. And he walked up to the table and all of a sudden he was on the floor and we were like... And I just remember (laughs) the audience being like, what is he doing? And I knew... (laughs) Because I was still in the game when the clue happened and I went, yes. he's getting the idol. Like it just, like, but nobody else did it. Not one other person did it. He got that idol and nobody knew. He went back and he, like, that was incredible. It was such an awesome move. But it was like, you gotta, you gotta read those clues and you gotta, you gotta think about them constantly. You gotta think outside the box. You gotta, you, you gotta be obsessive. You've gotta be obsessive <laughs> in the game of Survivor. You really. And so that, the reason, the other thing that made me think of survival challenge is the immunity challenge is yeah. was so good. This episode, the immunity challenge was so great. They had to make a cart. They had to get keys on rings. They had to pull the cart through the mm-hmm. sand, undo mm-hmm. the cart, put it back together and then make a puzzle. And we did this when we played survival challenge, there was this epic cart that we had to put together with wheels and Horrible. it floated Horrible. on the water <laughs> and we had to push it through the water and it was so intense and it was so fun. And we ended with the puzzle and it worked well for my Did tribe. We? Cause we never got to do it. <laughs> my tribe worked well. Dion's tribe. Yeah. It, it suffered through that. A PZ never give up, you know, a PZ never give up. A PZ never give up. It was look, it was a, it was a ride. That that cart was a ride, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but I think I think that their carts were a lot more cooperative. 
Um, and teams and, were more cooperative. Uh, cor- correct. <laughs> um, but no, it definitely gave me flashbacks. Um, but in saying that, they were pretty neck and neck until that puzzle. And boy, oh boy, did we see a poor effort from Boston. As, as Ethan said, man, you suck that challenge. <laughs> and can Ethan I just say, okay, so why is he not getting any backlash for his performance in the challenge? What is happening? I'm frustrated. I'm, I'm very frustrated as to why mm-hmm. Boston Rob is being protected by these people where he's clearly a threat. He's played this game multiple times. He's not performing in challenges. And he's just kind of ruining everybody else's game. <laughs> Get rid <laughs> of him. They're keeping these the big dogs in so that they can... I don't know what to tell you. They're just like keeping them in in order to... Yeah, they're the biggest meat shield out there. So they're like, everybody will want to get them out at the merge. But if there's too many of these giant meat shields, they're going to get together. One giant piece of meat. One giant piece. Exactly. (laughs) Here's the thing. Like, keep... Like, don't vote him out. Vote out his number one. Vote out poverty. Like... You know, mm-hmm. or vice versa. Like, she's a big player too, but I'm just sitting here going, maybe maybe it's like, because, okay, for me as well, it's just like you get to this tribal council and you see that there's a strong three in Ethan, Rob, and Parvi, right? Yeah. You've got Danny, who's clearly on the outs. And it's like, if you take out Parvati, Rob's upset, sure. But at that point, he's only got Ethan because he won't have Danny anymore. You know, that's only one person. But now you take... Danny out, he's still got two people. That still means that he's going to be around for either a switch, like a tribe mm-hmm. swap, or mm-hmm. a merge. There are people the longer in the he's, other tribe that he's worked with. The longer he's in, the more dangerous. They got, they got to get rid of him and Parv. I'm Ethan frustrated. can stay in forever. <laughs> Ethan can stay in for as long as they want because I love Ethan. Um, okay, back to I the community Ethan's challenge. I think Ethan's going to be that person at final three that gets no votes. That's the oh, edit what? I'm getting for Ethan right no, now. If, I'm, I'll getting, say if, I'm getting Troy Zan. I'm getting <gasps> Jervis. Oh, my I'm getting. Goodness. That's what oh, I'm getting. My heart. Okay. Um, okay, back to the immunity challenge. I just want to, like, briefly just say that I love – the challenges that 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 you need to have great communication and you need to have teamwork going on. I know that last time we talked on the podcast, I said that I hate team building exercises. <laughs> I hate those. I hate those yes. exercises. But on the same hand, I love challenges that that create teamwork and. Uh-huh. especially so like you know there's a lot going on this challenge. There was a lot of teamwork going on, and I mm-hmm. I thought of. A challenge from last season that I loved that cre- that was a lot of teamwork is the challenge where there was a balancing, there was a seesaw over water. Yes, the teeter totter, yeah. where they had to like balance the weight. And that I loved, loved how simple of a, that was a part of a challenge, but how simple that moment was just people on a seesaw. But that that was epic. And those are my favorite challenges that caught that you have to have we communication might, and you have to work together. We might say that again. Oh, I hope so. I think so. that oh. was a, a really Can you imagine challenge. Sandra yelling at people like, go, go more. Go, no, no, no. Come this way. No, no, no. Well, okay. Well, here's the thing. So watching Sandra and Sophie do the puzzle, I really enjoyed that because I yes. saw, I saw a fire and a determination in Sophie that I kind of forgot existed. Because we have to remember, Sophie is the one that won the final five immunity challenge that sent Ozzy home. 
Wow. Because he I totally came back about that. into the game. Do you remember? So they had to, and it was one of those <laughs> ones where they all start at the platform. There's a puzzle that they have to do, but they have to get the pieces from five or six different stations. So they have to run wow, out so running, and put the, uh-huh. and so they have to either put like, they have to do like a rope swing at one station or they have to put those planks over the ropes at another station or they have to crawl through a web. Like each, like there's like five different avenues and each one of them is a different um, strength. So she did that up against Ozzy and finished the puzzle before him, which was how they were able to get him sent home. I also think that was a big reason for why she was able to get votes at the end because she was the one that single-handedly got him sent home um, and didn't have him in the finals that season. Uh, So, like, because obviously she had that tight bond with Coach and Albert. So for me, it's like watching her again do that and like seeing her like even just carrying the ladder i'm like she's not a small girl like she's actually you know quite physical like we see her as this like brainiac because she wears glasses all the time but she's you know and she went out there a little bit nerdy the first time around but she's fairly well-rounded i think she is very close to being the female equivalent of yule and i think the two of them coming together is a really powerful dynamic and I'm, I don't see a world where the two of them don't make merge. And I think mm-hmm. if they do make the merge, I think they're going to be calling the shots. But part of me thinks that Yule's going to be more of a threat and that she's going to be yeah. able to make it further. My yeah. money's kind of on her right now. Yeah, she's really, the frantic energy she had putting that puzzle together, like, it wasn't chaotic. It was controlled. No. And it was, yeah, she did a great job. And, you know, I just wanted to hit on the strategy that Boston Rob and Denise were like, we should separate the colors first, and then we'll each, and Mm -hmm. then we'll get those two colors, the sides going. Like, that was a good idea, but instead of just spending your time separating each each color he should have been like i'll go for the purple dragon you go for the white dragon and then they only work on those sides instead of taking the time to separate them just focus on that and i think that's what sandra and sophie did and that's why they won absolutely yeah that was a big blunder by rob i think that he really screwed the pooch on that one he did and it was i i don't know i love seeing an alpha dog uh get knocked a couple down down a notch Oh, I'd love yeah. it. Um, All okay, right, so, so we get to yeah. tribal. Is that where yeah. we're up to, tribal council? Yeah, we, we oh, talked about wait. a lot of the strategy going up to it. Well, Jeremy gets a clue from the edge. He's given uh-huh. the, um, the ability to remove himself from tribal council. He doesn't get to vote, but he goes back and can't get voted out. This is extremely powerful. Great and advantage. So now you see that he has, like, um, he, I think on top of next to his name, it says, like, um, safety without power. Which I thought oh, was a they really put it next to, to on the Chiron. It. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Like where it's like Jeremy, and then usually it says like one immunity idol. It was like yeah. Jeremy safety without power. Nice, like, I didn't huh, even notice. Right. Yeah, so that's it's a really safety good. without power. Yeah, I think that they started that either last season or two seasons ago. They started doing that to help people keep track mm-hmm. of who has what. Because I think it was like a yeah. fan. Um, fan feedback to Jeff Probst. Someone mentioned it to Jeff and then he was like, oh, cool, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's great because sometimes people have two idols. Some people will be like half an idol. I, actually, we'll have to see if it says that yeah. like Denise and Adam have like half an idol. 
Well, I think that Adam had to give it, it back to Denise the next day or later. I don't know if he has to. Yeah. Well, let's talk about tribal council. And because we, we, we <gasps> talked about the strategy. My yes. drop your buff moment. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. My drop your buff moment is they've all got really nice bags. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, I want one. I know. Not, it was when Rob's like, how about let's see who's got the immunity idol. Everybody empty your bags you know what we have been leading up to this moment for seasons you know we've always been at the edge of no not speaking of the edge of extinction we've been on the edge of the bag (laughs) search at tribal and it finally happened the godfather said empty your bags it's time to search i don't know what that accent was okay so how Uh, how (laughs) epic was denise at hiding that idol i was but on my second thing. watch, I was really paying attention to that. Okay, so the, okay, so she was like not necessarily tipping her bag upside down at all and trying to like like hide it in there or whatever. Adam, I don't even know where his was because clearly it wasn't in his bag because he was no, he didn't have it. So that's why I thought that Denise had both of them. That's what I was thinking. Maybe I don't because it only zoomed like, in on Denise. Been, Right. Well, I mean, we haven't seen, but also there was a, like, as soon as Rob said it, Michelle grabs her bag straight away. She was all for it. I think we're (laughs) going to see some interesting content from Michelle because she's Uh, starting to get to a place where she's not caring. Um, And I love that because I think that's going to work more for her because when she got confident in her first season, that's when she started becoming powerful. But Denise is sitting there looking a little scared, looking a little worried. Everybody oh, yeah. else is smiling and joking around. And she's sitting there mm-hmm. like with this tense look on her face. And I'm like, Denise, you can't do this. You've got to ease up. But the, the moment that I loved was, why do we need to know, Rob? Why do we need to know who's got the immunity idol? Was that why? from Adam? Do you have it, Adam? Yep. And then Adam, and then he's like, why do you have it, Adam? No, I do not have the immunity idol, Rob. And it was like, Adam, do it. Take it down. Like, it's like... <laughs> Like, I need this, mo- I need to see yes. New School actually yes. fight Boston Rob. And I'm thinking that Adam might have the thing to do it. And so we see oh, a moment can you imagine if Adam when did it says it? next week's episode. Uh-huh. And it's like, you know, we've got to make a big move. And he's talking to Denise. And I'm like, yes, yes we need to make a big move. But, um, but also you asked me last episode when we see next week on um, what happens when Denise is like, Ben knows. And I'm like, I think she's got an immunity idol. Yeah. And it's like. So we saw two idols get um, found this episode, uh-huh. which is really interesting because sometimes they get, you know, uh, broken up between a few different episodes, but they both got found around the same time. The same um, time, There is too. that chance that if, yep, if those two idols don't come together, like two halves of the idol that don't come together before a swap, they could end up on different tribes, these two halves of idols. So you'd kind of want to make sure Ooh. that you get the pieces together soon mm-hmm. enough. But not only that, if we cut to the end of Tribal Council, so obviously everybody votes for Danny. Danny gets sent home. Uh, she goes to give a fire token up and she gives it to Denise. Love it. Really interesting move, in my opinion, because I was like, Denise was on the bottom last time. Is this her way of kind of saying, I want you to have more strength in the game. I enjoy you as a person. I don't mm-hmm. know what her tactic is there. But then it made me think, all of the fire tokens that have been surrendered um, for the people going to Edge of Extinction, they've all gone to Sele. They've all gone to the same tribe, the blue tribe. No fire tokens have been given to the red tribe. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah, you're right. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Amber gave hers to Rob. 
But it's not like it's all going to one alliance. It's like there's two different alliances going on there. So at least it's not right. like Sele against Decal. It's more like two sides mm-hmm. of Sele. So when we get to right. Tribe Swap, that will be where it gets really interesting, like you said. Right. Like, tokens because right now one tribe is getting to reap the rewards i mean sandra has received a reward purely mm-hmm. based on the fact that it had to go to somebody who was on going to tribal mm-hmm. council mm-hmm. um but it makes me wonder because we saw we saw jeremy get his advantage before tribal um uh, before the immunity challenge correct me if i'm wrong and so i'm wondering if yes. that was actually um given to him after the immunity challenge and we saw it prior to it, whether mm-hmm. it was actually one of those things of this has to go to someone from the losing tribe again, but they, they didn't read out that part of it. So in my mind, I'm like, it would be great if she just gave it to Jeremy, but maybe she had to give it to someone from the losing tribe again. Um, mm. And we just never saw that edit. So you know how yeah. that type of stuff happens. We'll never know. But here we are at the edge of extinction. Danny turns up and the first thing she says is, we have a lot to talk about. And then she's like, it's nice to meet you, Amber. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, you know, in saying that, I believe that there was a lot of contestants that never had even met. Like, I'm not even, I don't even think that Sandra had met Amber before. You know, I think that oh, um, she'd met Boston Rob. But Probably I at believe- Heroes and Villains finale, maybe at oh. Ghost Island finale, you know? No. Nope. Oh, wait, Ghost Island finale. I mean, oh my gosh, sorry. I'm just getting all my islands mixed up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. Knows? They're, they're definitely not close. That's for sure. Yeah. So it's like, it's one of those things that it's like, you, you have to remember that a lot of these people, just because they've won, it doesn't mean that they got, they have relationships Besties. outside of the game. They're from different seasons. Yeah. Um, so Speaking it's just of, a really interesting, intriguing. Uh, Sandra, you know, and we know she has an idol um, on next week on Survivor. We saw that Yule tells Sandra that Tyson wants her out. What are we in convinced the world that's the truth? It's going on. Well, we we don't know if that's the truth. Would would Yule lie about that? Yule, you would. sly dog. So I, I just think happening. that that's a ballsy move. Whether it's true or not, that's a ballsy move to start throwing people under the bus. I like just that. think I just think that Yule knows how to um, poke. Sandra's buttons you know like (laughs) I really do I think that he's the kind of player that she's never played against yeah he knows how to poke up breadfruit and he knows how to poke Sandra hilarious um and then the last um, part yeah (laughs) the last part of next week on Survivor is what I'm like now super looking forward to is team TV Tony holding a shark, running out of the ocean, <gasps> screaming his head off. I cannot wait to see that. I love Tony on my it television. Looks, it Giant. looks like it's going to come back up and grab his arm. Oh, my like, gosh. That's terrifying. I, and but, I would not like, hate don't, that. I would don't sit it. there running with it. Just throw it onto the sand. I know. And then do what you need to. <laughs> did, you oh, see, crazy. did you see everybody going like, Tony, put it over here? But he doesn't. He just runs off. <laughs> I can't wait. And he then everybody's everything. reactions. Yep. Ah! It's like, yeah, exactly. I'm I cannot like, wait. Oh my gosh. Here we yep. go again. Yep. All right. So in saying that, we've seen three women get voted out now. It's all women that. on the edge of extinction. I hate it. I came out early on saying we we're going to see a woman win this season. It's not looking good. Um, 
but what is it about them taking out the women? Is it to do with challenge performance? Is it to do with um, being trustworthy? Is it what like is it threat level? Like why are we not seeing well, men get voted out? Okay, yet? well the three women voted out you could cl- classify as more soft-spoken woman. Although I know Natalie's not soft-spoken, but yeah, Natalie was definitely say. wasn't, um, she wasn't being super strong with calling shots. She was, mm. if that makes, I don't know. She, but is she's that not a reason super to connected. vote somebody out? I don't know. Well, that's just, I'm just saying that like these three women have that in common, that they weren't in power positions, any of them. Right. Okay. So. Sure. Yeah, so hopefully I don't we'll know see if they're more... just trying to keep their tribe strong or yeah. what it is, but I think that there are better votes to be making and oh, I think yeah. they're wasting them. I hope we see, like Adam said, it's time to hunt the big dogs. I want to I want to see Adam take out Rob. Since you planted that do. idea, I, I really oh, do. I would love it. And like I said, it would hurt me so much to see Sophie take out Kim, but it would be epic. It would be epic. Yeah. And I'm I'm here for right it. now. At the end of this episode, I would like to see a final three of Yule, Sophie, and Denise. That's what I would oh, like to see. Okay. Wow. I can't think of what um, I would like to see, but that that sounds that sounds great. That's. I mean, I probably will try and do that at the end of every episode now. Like, who would okay. I like to see in my final three? Yeah. Um, but in in that in saying that, we haven't done our you know our um, our strong players, our dark horses. We haven't I done know. that in a while. But I'm thinking, you know, we keep on expressing it, you know, where my, my uh, strengths, yeah. like, I think like you, Sophie are doing great. And I think yeah, and I feel the like, ability to do well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we've kind of hit those things of like, who's, who's secretly doing some stuff and who's sucking like Boston Rob and, <laughs> and so who's in trouble next week. Um, I think that, I think that Boston Rob, Ethan and Parv, that, that trio is not gonna survive. I think someone's no, getting out. Sure. And on the other tribe? On the other I think Kim. I think Kim really has a I huge think Tyson's target in on trouble. her. Oh yeah, and Tyson. Oh, and yep, those two I think those two are on the outs. Unless yeah. Tony just can't hold it in any longer and implodes. Or Kim manages to actually use the idol like she wants to. Yeah, it's all in Sophie's hands. Okay, well, any other thoughts on this Sophie's episode? Sophie's choice. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, I love she it. gets okay. to make the choice between two halves. Okay, that was, that was great. That's perfect. <laughs> all right. Well, that's a wrap on this episode. Woo, remember to subscribe uh, um, wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram and... YouTube and... Twitter, all the things and engage in Instagram. our content because it's fun and to vote for things we love doing it and we hope you love interacting with us and we want mm-hmm. more um content and we want more fun and we want more survivor winners at war because i love it you know what i should do i'm gonna put up an insta story where you can type in what your drop your buff moment is so if you if anybody <sighs> has a different drop your buff moment i'm gonna call it the the dyb moment drop your buff moment. And I want you yes! guys to tell us if you had something different from ours. Um, besides we that, should do that every episode. Yeah. yeah. Besides that, I've got nothing for you, Dion. Ah, right. one day. Bye everyone. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. 
Everybody, drop your buffs. Drop your buffs. Everybody, drop your buffs. Drop your buffs. Everybody, drop your buffs.